The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. I am so glad you can join me. This is Dr. Marianne Chase. And today we're going to talk about why we talk about energy medicine. But before I get into that, I'd just like to say you can find me on Facebook, the Healing Whisper page, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. I'd also like to mention that you can also catch me over on voiceamerica.tv on Mary Ann's Garden. The It is uh, a show about gardening, but it's also a show about gardening mindfully. So, there is this wonderful little disclaimer that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Mary Ann Chase. Please always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. So energy medicine. I talk about this on this show endlessly. And before we can really understand energy medicine, we kind of need to understand the other end of the spectrum, what is just known as as conventional medicine, and some individuals will call it allopathic medicine. So let's take a look at that before we take a look at energy medicine. And the reason being is that when you understand that conventional medicine and where it is taking us as a culture, where it is taking us as, shall we say, human beings, you'll understand why we really need to look at something different. So the word allopathic medicine It was really coined in the late or the early 19th century and by an individual that just really disliked what was going on in medicine at the time. And 
this individual was really wanting people to go with homeopathy. And so he coined the word allopathic medicine. Now, allo is really Greek for something that means other or different. And the word pathic comes from the word pathos. So anything, pathy, homeopathy, pathos is the Greek word that that comes from. And uh, just bear with me when when I explain how these words are coined because, well, it, it, it really helps me and my intellectual breaking down of things. And I personally feel it helps others understand when we say a word, what does that word mean? So the word allopathic is other different pathos. And pathos is basically suffering. If you take that same word, pathos, and turn it into the word pathetic, you're looking at suffering. So it basically meant other than disease. And the conventional medicine of the time, and actually still the medical, conventional medical community really takes issue with this word allopathic because it just means they're treating something other than disease. And if you really look at it from a position of someone like myself who is trained in conventional medicine, you can really see that, yeah, we're really treating something other than disease. And what is that something? You're actually treating the symptoms. In my dental practice, when somebody came in with a toothache, I would first treat the symptoms. Okay, let's get you on a painkiller. Then I would take a look at what caused those symptoms. Usually, a decayed tooth that the nerve and it was causing an infection. So the next symptom I would treat would be the infection. And then I would do what needed to be done to that tooth to either remove the infection or solve the sensitivity problem, say a filling had fallen out or it just needed a filling. That is kind of going at it, shall we say, a little backwards. The way that medicine should be done would be to prevent the decay in the first place. Okay. That goes without saying. But sometimes that's not always possible. And as a dentist, I always treated the symptom first and then headed towards the cause of the symptoms. Well, where conventional medicine tends to get stuck 
is finding or treating the actual cause. Conventional medicine tends to get stuck in just treating the symptoms, not the cause. If you followed this show for any period of time, you will know that there is one source of all disease. Yes, one source. So go back to that show and listen. Listen to what that one source of all disease was. So, conventional medicine, and I fully understand where conventional medicine is coming from because that's the way they have been trained. They have been trained to treat these symptoms. And it's not such a bad idea. Really, you want your pain taken care of first. But unfortunately, conventional medicine has been trained to stay in that symptom-treating modality. If you have cancer that causes pain, then you treat the pain. Then you treat the cancer. But you have not been trained on how to find the source of that cancer. It's just not there. It's just not in our conventional medical training. And the question to ask is, why is that? Why is that not there? And to be honest, folks, I don't understand why it's not there. So your conventional medical doctor is using medications to treat a symptom. And it's just being overused. Now, folks, I I really want to put out here that I'm not anti-medication. In fact, if it weren't for several of the medications that we have, we would still be living in the 18th century and earlier. Antibiotics are a life-saving drug. Painkillers can be life-saving as well. Did you know that if a person is such in such extreme pain that usually their spirit and soul just wants to leave that body and that's when that person will die. Antibiotics are greatly life-saving. And there are other medications that can make a huge difference in a person's life. What I am saying is that medications, even those life-saving, wonderful medications, have been overused. Just outright, simply overused. And when we as a public 
go to a physician's office and say, doctor, I've got a bad cold, I want an antibiotic. We as a public are falling into the the culture's pressure, the commercial pressure of taking a medication, whether it is correct or not. When we as a culture fell into this immediate gratification mentality, we as a culture began to suffer, both physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Now, the other thing that I really have to put out there is I am not anti-conventional medicine either. But an individual does need to find a good way, a good physician who has a heart for finding the absolute source of their illness. So we'll talk about that in a little bit after we come back from the break. So don't go away, folks. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandra Bali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Mary Ann Chase. And today, we are talking about why do I promote energy medicine as heavily as I do? And uh, we haven't quite gotten into that. We have been talking about, so what is conventional medicine? This will 
really lay the groundwork, the basis for why I am so into, shall we say, energy medicine. Now, before the break, we talked a little bit about the medications that conventional medicine uses to treat symptoms. And I wanted to clarify that I am not anti-medication, at least for some of them I am not, because things like antibiotics, things like certain painkillers are life savers, and we do need that technology out there. When it has been overused, when a medication is actually not treating a situation, but actually maybe even causing it to be worse, that is where I will take up issue with a medication. And I really want to leave you with a perfect example where a medication does not does actually more damage than good. And this is a very popular and highly promoted medication known as a cholesterol-lowering drug. And folks, the whole concept of high cholesterol was developed by the pharmaceutical industry. And the medication of lowering cholesterol has been shown not just by hearsay. It has been shown scientifically to cause more problems than it solves. Things like memory loss, things like brain damage, things along those lines. And the question is, why? Well, cholesterol is actually something that our bodies need. And the conventional medicine world is slowly but surely coming alongside and realizing that this is not a good thing to lower cholesterol, especially when they really take a good look at what cholesterol truly is. There used to be the thoughts of good cholesterol, bad cholesterol, and they only looked at two types. And the research has gone in deeper and deeper, and knowing that there is more than just two types of cholesterol. And the blood tests that can show if, if it is asked for properly, the cholesterol levels, is shows you seven different types of cholesterol. Now, this brings me around to how do you find a doctor that will not just load you with medications and say, take an aspirin in the morning and take an aspirin and I'll talk to you in the morning. We as a culture have to absolutely have to take control. We have to take responsibility for our own health. 
You have to ask the question of the doctor. If I have this cholesterol test, how many types of cholesterol will you look at? And if the doctor has educated him or herself, they will say, well, we're looking at seven different types of cholesterol. Then you know you have a doctor that's on the edge, on the forward edge, shall we say, of conventional medicine. And a lot of those doctors call themselves functional. They are doing what's called functional medicine, which really is what is the cause of the disease. And then there are the doctors that are calling themselves integrative. And they use not only conventional medicine, but they will bring in there other types of medicines, uh, alternative, as it were, medicines. What is the history, shall we say, of conventional medicine? Well, you know what? It is something that's almost come full circle. Dr. Ben Johnson said that there are kind of five eras of medicine. The first era, back prehistory, back in early, early history, would be an era that he called prayer. And it was really the only thing that a person knew to do when they were sick. Well, pray. They would go to their shamans. They would go to their doctors. Which doctors? They would go to whomever was in charge of health and well-being at that time. And prayer. Prayer to whatever God was the God of healing. And in the Greek culture, it was Apollo that was the God of healing. And you know, here, here's just a, a little bit of, of trivia. The little staff and snake emblem that you see for most medical professionals now, That comes from the Hebrews looking on the staff of Moses that had a, literally had a snake on it. And they would do that every time they needed healing of some nature. And so that's where that emblem came from. You can hold that in your trivia bag. Then the next era of medicine, and by the way, the era of prayer has never really stopped. But the next era would be where people began discovering that these twigs and leaves and flowers actually had a beneficial effect. And that would be the era of herbalism. 
And we've not left that era either. But herbalism basically is a kind of healing. Those are the plants that were created for us to use to help us along. And do you know that the bark of a willow tree was the original painkiller? And that bark of the willow tree has now evolved into what is known as aspirin. And we have discovered, really, how aspirin works, whereas, as another aside, we don't know how 90% of the drugs out there work. So the era of herbalism really has not left us. Conventional medicine, as much as they turned their back on cannabis, is now beginning to realize that cannabis is one of those herbs that is highly effective in treating some conditions. Now, One of the reasons that conventional medicine turned their back on things like cannabis is because there are other deleterious effects that kind of go along with that. And the herbal era led us into the drug and chemical era which we are really still in, as well as we're still in the herbal and the prayer era. However, your drug and chemical really does not want to recognize the effectiveness of the first two areas of prayer and herbs. And I I put essential oils into that herbal category. So we're still stuck in this drug and chemical era that shows us how to treat symptoms, but we're still not treating the source. And then there is the era of surgery. And that that sort of was an ancient thing as well. A person would be severely injured in an act of war and they'd cut off the limb and use fire to cauterize it. And by the way, the only way they could do that then was to either knock that person unconscious or give them loads of alcohol until they were totally drunk. Once again, don't get me wrong, surgery has its place. If it weren't for surgery and modern surgery techniques, we would have a lot more people and animals not with us any longer. 
I was told a story at a meeting I went to the other day about one of the early founding fathers of the United States. And this person was John Adams, a very well-known person here in the United States. And it's a very interesting story. But you know what? I need to put you guys on hold for a little bit. Let's just call this the cliffhanger. And it's a cliffhanger about John Adams's daughter. So folks, don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. are listening to the healing whisper a return to peace if you would like to comment or have a question about our show today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 if you'd rather send an email our email address is the healing whisper at mindspring.com now back to the show Welcome back to the show. this is dr. Marianne Chase and today we are talking about Why do I promote energy medicine so much? And to get to that point, I'm talking about conventional medicine and and some of the, shall we say, issues going on with that. But before I get back into that, I'd just like to remind everybody, you can catch me on Facebook, the Healing Whisper page, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And just before the break, I was talking about the five eras of conventional medicine. The first being prayer, the second being herbs, the third being the drug chemical era, and the fourth being the era of surgery. And I promised to tell you this little story about one of the daughters of our founding fathers here in the United States. John Adams's daughter actually developed breast cancer. And the only thing that they knew to do was to cut it out. Surgery. But you know what? They didn't have anesthetic at 
in those times. And so they cut out the cancer on the kitchen table in this lady's home. We don't know if they gave her lots and lots of alcohol to knock her out, maybe gave her some to dull the pain. And so that was done, and and she developed breast cancer. And a year later, she did pass away, whether it was from the cancer metastasizing or for whatever reason. Now, there are two really good points here. First, the good point is about surgery. Sometimes, surgery is a little up and over the top, and it probably was for the daughter of John Adams. Next thing will be energy. That's the next era. And it is the era of medicine that people are slowly moving towards. I certainly hope that things will start moving quicker. Now, what is energy? Einstein, in 1903, just explained it really simply, is that energy is all there is. We think of ourselves as solid individuals. But in the world of energy, in the world of quantum physics, we are not solid at all. We are just a whole bunch of atoms kind of vibrating together to make the appearance of solidness. If I were to reach out and touch my computer screen, my fingers would not go through it unless I had the ability to change my vibration of my fingers to match something that would allow them to go all the way through it. This is kind of what you might call Star Trek technology. We'll just take the atoms of this person's body and transport those atoms to another location in the world. And to be honest, folks, that's my dream technology. I sure would like to be able to get from one place to the next instantly. Wouldn't that be wonderful? (laughs) Talk about instant gratification. (laughs) But energy is all there is. And you know, when we're using a drug, when we are using a chemical, we are using energy. Maybe not in a positive manner. When we are sick, when we are diseased, we are vibrating in a low energy modality. So, What I was saying early on about conventional and modern medicine is they treat the symptoms. They're treating a dis-ease. Alternatives 
to that, which which might be things along the lines of chiropractic or acupuncture, any of those things support health, which is a good thing. But energy, energy medicine treats the source. Remember, there is one source for all disease and illness. And that one source is stress. And stress causes that low vibration, which then causes disease. Let's just say, for example, you suffer with headaches. And you were to go online if you suffer from headaches, I'm sure you already have. But you go online and you look up all of the causes for headaches. And you might see a dozen or more causes. What is causing this headache? And in the world of chiropractic, it's because, well, your neck is out of adjustment. And yes, folks, that may be true. Your neck may be out of adjustment, which is causing the headache. I know that's the case for me. But you know, when your neck is out of adjustment, it is causing an energy imbalance. And then what caused the neck to get out of adjustment in the first place? Well, I might have been doing something physically that made the neck go out of adjustment. But what if it's fine one minute and not fine the next? How do you explain that? And personally, it's stress. It is emotional stress. And let's just say your headaches are caused by something that you ate. That happens. A lot of people are very intolerant of MSG, monosodium glutamate. And they eat that food and they get this roaring headache. Well, that's an energy imbalance because of the chemical MSG. And here's another point of trivia. MSG was developed by the Japanese during World War II to make food that was spoiling taste better. It was developed out of an act of desperation so that at least their people wouldn't starve to death. Going on, you might have a headache as a result of being dehydrated. Again, another energy imbalance in the body because you don't have enough water to have those electrical conductions take place the way they should. Other reasons for headaches may be as major as a tumor in the brain. So what caused the tumor? An energy imbalance told the cells, the brain cells, to divide into something different. So 
Now, are you asking the question, so why are there so many different causes for headaches? Why can't it just be one thing that causes the headache? Why can't stress just cause one thing and then we'll know, oh, if you have a headache, it's always caused by this particular area of stress. And yeah, wouldn't that be wonderful? But here's the deal, folks. When you are stressed, it's caused by your beliefs, your negative beliefs. And go back to previous shows about talking about these negative beliefs. And when you have a negative belief about a certain thing, it will cause something in your body to break. And you know, honestly, it it doesn't matter what that thing is that you have a negative belief over. There are lots of individuals. Michael J. Lincoln has written this massive volume about emotional beliefs that lead to physical problems. And I know he has a huge chapter on headaches. And so, here you go. Let's just say you have a negative belief that causes the headache. Here's the key. You need to change that negative belief, not into a positive one, but you need to eliminate that negative belief. And here's the other thing. How are you going to do that? It's not by taking a pill. It's not by taking, doing a surgery. Yeah, you might have to do a surgery to eliminate a brain tumor. But in my opinion, probably not. It's eliminating that negative belief and replacing it with a positive one, energetically speaking. This negative belief has its own energy pattern. Yes, a belief has an energy pattern. And if it's negative... It's going to take you down, vibrationally speaking. And cause the disease. If it's a positive belief, it will bring you up vibrationally. And guess what? The body will heal itself. Because our bodies are wonderfully made. The creator really did know what he was doing. And when you can change those vibrations to that of a higher vibration of energy, that body will heal. 
So folks, when we come back from the break, we'll talk about specific energy items. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and today we are talking about why energy medicine. And just before the break, I was talking about let's say we have a headache and we want to treat the headache with one thing. And you know what? That one thing is eliminating the stress and by eliminating the negative beliefs that we have in our heart and our entire bodies for that matter. But it can only be done through energetic means. Now, just as an example of how conventional medicine and conventional thought has not been serving us well for the last half of the century, nearly, is back in 1971, then-President Richard Nixon, his thing and his wife's thing was the war on cancer. Anybody who was old enough at that time will remember that he declared war on cancer, put a lot of money towards research and everything else. At that time, 1971, cancer was the eighth leading cause of death. You know what? Today, 45 years later, it is the number one killer. So, Doesn't that kind of tell you we're looking in the wrong places for a solution? We should be looking in the place of energy medicine. So now what forms of energy medicine are there? Some of them are ancient. There is an ancient Hawaiian energy medicine known, and I apologize about my pronunciation of this. Not being Hawaiian, I'm probably messing this up, but it's called Ho'opo'onono. And 
that is an ancient form of energy medicine. You know another ancient form of energy medicine? Are clearing the chakras. The chakras come from the Eastern philosophies, mostly India and that area. And the Chinese, they developed acupuncture. Maybe they didn't, but it is a very, very ancient way of using energy to heal. In fact, did you know that the uh, Ice Age man that was found in Sweden a few years ago, he had frozen to death climbing one of the Alps mountains, and they had a really warm winter, and his body was rediscovered fully intact because it had just been frozen for thousands of years. They found tattoos on his skin for acupuncture points. I couldn't imagine what the needles looked like, but good Lord. There is that. Then there are the more modern energy medicine modalities. There's things like rapid eye technology. There's tapping or EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique. There are things like the Emotion Code, the Sedona Technique, Chakra Healings, Prayer. Yes, prayer does heal. And it does it through energetic means, by connecting with all there is, energetically speaking. There is the UN Method, And then there's my favorite, the healing codes. And the healing codes are a very modern energy medicine technique. If you really want to study more about energy medicine and how to clear chakras, how to get those medians, that acupuncture medians cleared and moving that chi, along well, I suggest check out the book, it's called Energy Medicine by Donna Eden, E-D-E-N. It is what I call, or she is what I call the modern mother of energy medicine. The healing codes work by changing those beliefs, eliminating those beliefs, those negative beliefs that are keeping us ill. Earlier on in the show, I mentioned a problem that a person might be having with headaches. And I said it's really caused by one thing, that one thing being stress. And I mentioned a book by Michael J. Lincoln where he lists the dozens of emotional things that could be causing a headache. And I'm just going to go down the list here. There's the one, feeling overwhelmed. Yeah, everybody can relate to that. Stop the world. 
trying too hard. Hot hurts. And there are resentment things going and angry thoughts about why they are angry. Then there are the screwed up feelings. A person that believes they're stupid. Something isn't computing. They're sitting on it. And there are relationships problems going on. There's a joy avoidance. Maybe they believe they have to keep their nose to the grindstone because, well, it's just not right to be having a good time, to have joy. And he further breaks it down into right side and left side headaches. My point being that there are many, many things, many, many emotional things that can cause a headache. And if you really want to drill down to the multiple reasons that a headache is there, that's fine. You can do that. But you still have to get it cleared out of your cellular memory, that part of you that carries that negative belief. And you can do it without knowing exactly what it is. Donna Eden says in her book, the energy medicine book that I mentioned earlier, that the intelligence of our body is huge. And the most startling, she says, the most startling premise of energy medicine is that the body's energies are not only intelligent, but that you can engage them in intelligent dialogue that fosters your health. Fosters your health, improves your health. So we're not treating disease. We're not spending buckets of money to be given medications and chemicals just to treat a symptom. We are allowing, letting our body heal itself. Well, folks, way too soon. It has come time for the end of the show. I always close with this thought. It is from an ancient text of King Solomon. He says, above all else, guard your heart. Because everything that you do flows from it. And your heart, that is your beliefs. That is your energy. That is your body's intelligence. So until next week, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to the healing whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thank you.